0: Commence primary
1: ignition. Hello there. General Kenobi.
0: You're listening to Sound Booth Podcast. Join our hosts as they talk about pop culture, entertainment, and how to balance everything secular and spiritual. Blow that piece of junk out of the sky! I got a bad feeling about this. A long time ago in the podcast Far, Far Away, three friends are going to discuss Star Wars opinions that might cause them to be dismayed. There might be a fist fight. You never know. (laughs) Hey, guys, I just want to say
2: I have a bad feeling about this. (laughs)
0: that's no moon it's a podcast (laughs) oh that was horrible anyway welcome back to the sound booth podcast everybody on this glorious may 4th if i had managed to get this out in time yay so may the 4th be with you guys may the 4th be with you wrong symbol
1: (laughs) i just held up the uh vulcan sign for all our listeners
0: Prosper, yeah, get get the right universe, (laughs) Glenn. So, in case y'all haven't guessed it, we are here to talk about the glorious franchise that everyone is united in their opinions about. That is Star Wars. There is definitely no controversy in opinions about Star Wars whatsoever. Yeah. So, so fellas, it's been a long time since we since we record. Before we dive into it, anything happened to y'all in this time?
1: Glenn,
2: anything new with you?
1: Yeah, just, uh, I've got nothing going on in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Just work, mood. We had a great Easter service at Central, and it was a real blessing. And we went to the sunrise service, had an awesome breakfast, and turned around and went to the main service. And
0: it was just a wonderful service. Great time in the house of God today. We didn't have a sunrise service, but we actually had a baptismal service right there. And they did something that I've never seen done in a church. Before they baptized, they had them give their testimony about how they got saved, and then they baptized them. Nice. Well, that's pretty awesome. Not that it was bad, just different. Anyway.
2: I like it. In my life right now, um, this is John speaking. But anyway, so we are bringing a new member onto this podcast because we just found out that my wife and I are expecting.
0: Well, about two months ago, we found out actually. But yeah, congratulations, little Jedi or Sith, whatever, little Grogu, you know. <laughs> <laughs> baby Yoda, baby Yoda, as the noobs say. Anyway, there are
2: definitely going to be some baby Yoda outfits, I'm sure, in the near future.
0: This is the way, anyway. <laughs> this is the way. We 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 had this shirt at the Christian bookstore right? that I work. And it's like the Mandalorian font. It just says "He is the way" with Jesus walk- walking on, in, like the Mandalorian pose. It's it's cheesy and hilarious. I love it. Anyway, <laughs> what about you, James? What's new with your with your life? Uh, no, nothing much. Just like like Len like Len says, just work. I I sur- I survived Easter week working Christian bookstore on East Easter week. It's like our second Christmas almost. So. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, I can, yeah. I can only imagine. <laughs> when that can day
1: only- comes. <laughs> uh, any- anyways. I just thought of that Tim
2: Hawkins song. I can only margin. margin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we- y'all ready to dive into a galaxy far, far away? Let's go. Yes, let's, let's do, do this thing. Okay, essentially, uh, before we dive into the trilogy, essentially what we're going to be doing here. We're going to be... Uh, going through the three trilogies, um, there's just too much Star Wars for one episode. We'll get back to the, in uh, a later date, we'll get back to all the other Star Wars books, TV shows, spin-off movies, all that fun stuff. Before we dive into the trilogies, how did y'all get into the Star Wars fandom?
2: All right, So um, for me, I would say it was definitely from a very young age. Um, I don't know I don't remember the first Star Wars movie that I watched, um, but the first one that I remember, like, actually paying full attention to it, where I could actually grasp what was going on was Star Wars Episode Four. I think we probably, I probably have watched some of them before that when I was too young to know what was going on, but I remember, I think it was probably in the late 90s, whenever they did, like, the remaster of the, the the trilogy, or, well, I don't know, the, the, the original trilogy or something
0: yeah they did a uh, remaster of the original trilogy for the release of the uh, episode one that was yeah.
2: coming out. So I, so, yeah so i think it was around that time i was probably like eight or nine years old or something yeah. or i was probably i think i was about eight and we watched star wars episode four and i remember i really liked it and i just loved all the star wars movies that came out ever since then we i think we saw I think all the Star Wars movies that came out after that we saw in theaters.
1: My first exposure to Star Wars was in about fourth, fifth grade. It was at a scholastic book fair, you know, when they (laughs) used to bring those to school and uh, go in the library, they had all those books for sale. Well, they had this one huge like coloring book, but it had Darth Maul on the front cover and I've never really watched anything Star Wars, but I saw that and I wanted it so bad. So I got it. And I ended up watching the Star Wars episode one of the Phantom Menace. Mm. That was my favorite. It's still my favorite to this day. <laughs> and the guys always judge me for it. But I just love Darth Maul. And uh, he's an awesome Sith Lord, especially oh, yeah. with yeah. his uh, dual
2: dual lightsaber. Yeah, his
1: dual like lightsaber.
2: lightsaber.
1: Yeah, that thing is so amazing with the fight scenes at the end.
0: Yeah. But watched that one recently.
1: Yeah, that's what really got me in was just seeing that book and then I just jumped head in.
0: Yeah, and then and of course, uh, fun fact about Darth Maul his uh his his actor, he he actually like did all his stunts. He's like a trained martial artist and all that. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. really him doing all that. So I yeah. thought that was cool.
2: He's the same the same actor as the one
0: that played I think it was Toad in the X Men. Oh yeah, yeah. X Men movie. Right. Yeah that 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 movie is. Some parts of it are more cringe now than there was back then, but... It's still a great movie. Do
1: you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else.
0: <laughs> my first exposure to Star Wars was, well, my dad was a fan of it back whenever it first came out, so... So he had the trilogy box set. In fact, this is the, uh, not the exact one, but this is, for those of you listening to this, this is... The VHS that came from this box set that they put out in 1995 of A New Hope, and that was my first exposure to it. And we, uh, that kind, of, I was just kind of hooked ever since. Even though there were parts that freaked me out as a kid, that I always had to hide myself from. Which all Star Wars Episode One, we couldn't go to the movie theater because you know standards and convictions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. We did have uh, episode. Episode one and two on VHS and episode three on DVD. And then, yeah, that I just kind of fallen down the rabbit hole ever since I've even read some of the books. I, I don't know. I don't have any of them with me anymore, but yeah. So. I used to own a couple of original
1: copies, and, but I ended up getting rid of them later. Yeah. And anyone have any Laserdisc copies? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the huge ones? Of oh,
2: Sorry, I kind of spaced out. Spaced yeah. out. I didn't mean it. no pun intended. Space.
0: <laughs> no, a laser disc is a. And what? Jam-
2: what were you saying? A laser disc of
0: what? Laser disc of the of the uh, original movies. You, you know what a laser disc is, John? It's like these huge discs Maybe that they kind of like our old record or uh, a vinyl record like that. Yeah. It's essentially think if a dvd was about the same quality as a vhs but it was the size of a vinyl record pretty much not, i've actually never heard of that but that's yeah cool. it, it's it was a very very obscure media <laughs> uh it didn't last long
1: but steve people still collect those
0: oh yeah yeah uh well in, anyway uh so before we jump into the trilogies again let's just go ahead and state what our favorite and least favorite star Wars movies is now. And then we'll get into more detail later as we go through this. All right, James, go ahead and tell us yours. Okay. My, uh, my absolute favorite would have to be star Wars episode five emperor empire strikes back. I'll get way more detail when we f- eventually get to that, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just love the characters, the setup they got from the first one, how it e- evolved, and the story, and the big twist at the at the end that everyone misquotes. And uh, yeah, least favorite that that's a tough one. Um, I don't really, I I don't really hate any of the Star Wars movies, There's some I like for different reasons than others. Right now, where it's on my head, the first movie that popped into my head was probably Rise of Skywalker, which I'll get. I'll get to that. So yeah. <laughs> Johnny Boy, what about you? Or Glenny Boy. but Boy. All right. So
2: I would say now we're just talking about like episodes one through nine, right? Not yes. the not the extras. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my favorite of the canon Star Wars movies one through nine, I would say episode three is definitely my favorite. Revenge of the Sith that we actually just watched that one um we're going through this time we're watching them in chronological order yeah but we just watched that one and I think that one's definitely my favorite just great acting great story um I love I love Hayden Christensen and yeah. um Ewan McGregor and is it Ian oh, I, I always get Ian McKellen and Ian
0: whatever the other guy's name
2: is I think
0: the emperor yes the yeah. Emperor. I love that actor. <laughs> uh, that that was one of those movies where you could tell the guy was just having fun.
2: <laughs> but I love the the actor that plays Emperor Palpatine. Um, he's just like one of the greatest movie villains of all time.
0: Ian McDermott, by the way. Yes so, yeah that <laughs> which which by the way, he was in a uh, like a radio performance uh, Paradise Lost where he voiced Satan on there. Oh wow. All is not lost. The unconquerable will and study of revenge, immortal hate and courage never to submit or yield. And what is else not to be overcome? That glory never shall his wrath or might extort from me. That, that's, your, that's your random fun fact for today. So. <laughs> for least favorite, I would say
2: probably The Force Awakens. My reason not, I mean, I wouldn't say it was a terrible movie. In and of itself, it was actually a pretty good movie, but my reason for it being my least favorite is it seems like it was just a ripoff of Star Wars episode four. Like it was basically just a retelling of that in a new with different characters and um, slightly different story. But same kind of same basic plot line.
0: I get it. I will argue with you, argue that with you with you on that later, but I I, <laughs> I get it. So <laughs>
1: my favorite is star wars episode one the phantom menace and i'd have to say that my least favorite is probably also the force awakens i do enjoy all the characters like that they brought in but i just wasn't a huge fan of it kind of the same yeah. reasons but it was, it was nice when they brought it back It was like finally another star wars yeah yeah, yeah. it was a great feeling oh
2: yeah and that's I'm not at all saying like when we say that, uh, that that's our least favorite, at least for me, I'm not at all saying that I didn't enjoy it. I definitely yeah. like the movie and I was definitely glad that they started making more Star Wars movies and continued the story. But just- yeah, and now they're just bombarding us with TV shows right. so- <laughs> just compared to all the other movies. it's just my least favorite.
0: Yeah. That, and that that's that's fair also i love how y'all's favorite movies come from the prequel and mine favorite comes from the original so at <laughs> that if that tells you our dynamics here on, yeah. on this on this franchise <laughs> I, I do love me some dark Vader, though anyway so shall we dive right into the trilogies let's go yeah let's, let's do, do it. it let's get right into it with the original trilogy episodes four five and six
1: that's no moon it's a space station
0: i love you
2: know you had paid the price for your
1: lack of vision
0: so what what is stuff you like and hate about this i would say (laughs) i just i love the
2: um i just love the whole story of star wars especially the um the underdog rebellion that's outnumbered and outgunned and everything like that um fighting against you know an oppressive dictatorship or empire like like the galactic empire Um, anytime you anytime it's like science fiction or just in any kind of movie or book where there's a small ragtag group of heroes that fight against um, a big you know powerful empire or something like that to bring Mm -hmm. peace and freedom and stuff like that that's just something that i always enjoyed that kind of story um so that's what i really like i'd say probably the part that that i don't like as much about those movies is maybe some of the some of the acting or but well now the <laughs> yeah. acting's pretty good it's probably just the special effects were just which they were really good for their time i will give it that but watching it yeah. now it's like
0: uh
1: okay <laughs> yeah for the 1970s
0: and, yeah yeah and also this was uh, no one had any faith in this project when it was being made. Like uh, the, like and the sound, the sound effects for it, the the uh sound the tie fighters make. It's just a, a pitch shifted elephant roar. And the uh, the sound of the laser blasters is a guy banging on those cables that come from come down from the telephone lines with a metal wrench. Oh, That's awesome. okay. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it it the movies were. The, the first movie, at least, there was never meant to be a sequel to the first movie at all. It was just meant to be a standalone thing. It was a, just this passion project that Lucas had had on his heart to make for a while. And you can tell he poured a lot into it. And whenever they whenever they had wrapped on everything, the, the movie was almost a complete another wreck that was saved pretty much in editing. And also, that's not James Earl Jones in the Darth Vader suit. It's another guy. His voice was absolutely not fitting the character at all, and they just brought in Jones later to dub over it, which made it absolutely iconic in life. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take her away. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take her away.
1: I'd just say it's pretty much the same as John, but I'm under the persuasion of the dark side. <laughs> but I love everything about the dark side, the, <laughs> the Death Star like uh, the red lightsabers yeah just darth vader's presence yeah yeah the star destroyers all that stuff and uh, after or when i was a kid when i started getting into those like i watched episode one then i went back and watched the original three movies yeah and i just love that but i do love luke skywalker as well you know he's the underdog yeah and he rises above
0: yeah, he, you get you get from the uh, first movie the sense that he's very naive, a, a little bit on the gulf side. He's very impulsive, like uh, like uh, his first instinct is always to rush into danger, which comes back to bite him multiple times over, over the course of the series. He definitely doesn't take after his father at all. No, of course <laughs> not. <laughs> Depends on which version of his father, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's. Obi-Wan, I, I love how Obi-Wan's first line in Star Wars A New Hope is, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> and then what, what's the thing he says like,
2: well, of course I know who he is. He's, He's me. me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: which, which that's one thing I'll say uh, about uh, the prequels and the original trilogy. I can totally buy Ewan McGregor as an as a young Obi-Wan Kenobi. I, I can totally see that. Uh, hello there. Hello there.
2: I think Ewan McGregor is, well, he's one of my favorite actors of all time, and I think especially as Obi-Wan, and I just can't wait for this Obi-Wan series that's coming out because of
0: him. I need to get caught up on, on the Star Wars series. I'm in the middle of Mandalorian Season 2, haven't watched any of the Book of Boba Fett, even though I heard it was okay. It's decent. And John's yeah. a huge Boba Fett fan, I'll throw that in. Yeah, which I think the dude's overrated, but... Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> so clarification
0: i'm actually a huge jango
1: fan
2: from star wars episode two yeah Uh, love the actor that played him and then well he comes that same actor comes back and plays boba fett in the book of boba fett series so that's why so i do love him as boba fett on there but uh, but I don't, I don't really care too much for the original boba fett and the older movies just because he doesn't really do that much um nothing too epic
0: or anything like that he yeah has a cool he,
2: music, but that's it about it
0: yeah as far as uh his what he did in the main series it was like absolutely nothing he just stood there shot a few things and fell into a pit however when the books came out when there, there was a time in the books, and we can kind of see that happening with the movies now, where the Mandalorians were more popular than the Jedi, and we can kind of see that happening again. <laughs> Back to the original series, you know, we follow Luke's, and and then, of course, Han, whenever he first shows up in those so far, he's very brash, very arrogant. He, he, did, he was a little off-putting, <laughs> I'll, I'll admit. I, I just watched it this morning, but as the series went on, he kind of softens, especially when his whole thing with Leia comes on which yeah we we should probably talk about the fact that luke and leia are brothers brother and sister spoiler. <laughs> 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 <They're brothers. laughs> bro- bro- brother and sister sorry it's been a long week anyway i, I thought she awkward.
1: was a little masculine
0: <laughs> that that's one thing that people have held over luke skywalker's head the fact that he kissed his sister but he didn't know so it's 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 weird either way well actually
2: technically she kissed him yeah just to make han jealous or something like that so
0: because there was kind of a love triangle going on at that time a
2: little bit very very um loose love triangle
0: yeah yeah and then, then of course some of the iconic uh lines we get from the original trilogy we got like that like we've said already that's no moon it's a space station but force will be with you uh i love you i know (laughs) by the way um so isn't
2: correct me if i'm wrong james but the line i have a bad feeling about this isn't that in there in every single movie and probably i think some movies it's in there multiple times well I, i haven't really thought about that but
0: yeah i think you're right uh that's it why was, I said at
2: the beginning, I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's, uh, yeah, episode four, when they were there approaching the Death Star, Luke goes, I have a bad feeling about this. And then uh, I believe in episode five, whenever they're in like the, uh, the, that asteroid worm's belly, Leia goes like, I have a bad, Leia or Han goes, I have a bad feeling about this. And it's just like a, this repeating joke that's been going throughout the whole series. <laughs> In episode one, the very first
2: part where it shows um, oh, yeah, the very first shows uh Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan going on to that trade federation oh, ship. Epic. Um yeah. the first line that comes from Obi-Wan is I have a bad feeling about this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, before speaking of the prequel trilogy, we're gonna move right along to that. But before but before that, uh final thoughts about the or the original trilogy i i think they have great characters the special effects haven't all haven't quite aged well but you know the movie's really old by this point what do you think about the remastering
1: Uh, (laughs) you like it or not Uh, especially in the bar scene there's
2: good there's good and bad all right
0: i i personally i'm i'm a bit of a purist when it comes to the original trilogy that's why i bought the uh the uh, VHS ones before they started adding, adding all the digital effects because I don't know I just feel it adds unnecessary bits to the story like that, those it, uh, it didn't need these things before to tell a good story so why add them in now? Oh just some other thoughts when you were talking about the special effects even though
2: I did say that they don't have the best special effects which they did have really good special effects for back in the day but I absolutely love the just the design of everything on the yeah. like the the you know Darth Vader suit, the stormtrooper outfits, the 1880s, AT- the Star Destroyers, everything was like very, um, very well thought out and made for something way back then.
0: Especially what's fun is if you go from like episode three to episode four, you can see like the the world it kind of makes it look like the world has kind of degraded under the empire's rule almost well,
2: yeah and it kind of did i mean there was a
0: there was like a massive purge that happened yeah. and
2: i think that kind of halted supplies in a lot of ways and manufacturing and stuff like that so and,
0: yeah in and a here, way it
2: makes sense
0: yeah and here's a here's another thing i've heard brought up it's like how bad was the empire's economy affected whenever they blew up the first death star i mean how much did it cost to build the darn thing and then just to blow it up and then yeah and then the second one they built wasn't even halfway complete so uh and and yeah there were there are moments where watching the watching a new hope today and they were showing the computer monitor plays it's like did they steal that from the uh weyland corporation because yeah the the computers in the first alien movie it's like the black screen with the green text so
2: wasn't wasn't alien the original one made like around like around the same year as the first star wars movie i think I thought they were both in late 70s i know star wars was 77 but yeah i forgot what year alien came out i think it was like
0: 79 so so -hmm. it's pretty close yeah so yeah and uh yeah, it's it, like you said, it's uh it's a classic hero's journey story. Uh, but Lucas was inspired by Japanese samurai movies to kind of this this is his like tribute to the old like Kurosawa films and stuff like that, where the Jedi are pretty much samurai, pretty much a stand-in for that, which was fun. Whenever they did the uh, Star Wars Vision series on Disney Plus, where they just let the japan's anime studios go nuts with the franchise which was absolutely amazing and then yeah i need to check that out it's it's really good it's dubbed too so you don't have to hear the japanese anyway but yeah right are we ready
2: to talk about the prequels
0: yeah let's mosey right along to episodes one two and three the bland i mean prequel trilogy anyway watch your mouth
2: james
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is Want to go home and rethink your life? I want to go
0: home and rethink my life. Full disclosure, I had I, at one point in time, I, I really did hate, hate these movies, even though I can still quote them, like from memory to this day. The, the thing is, it was a popular thing at the time to hate these, just like it's a popular thing now to hate on the sequels. So, yeah, and and I I have my problems with with the prequel movies, but they're still fun movies. They 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 have good memes too. So what uh,
2: did since you're going ahead and talking about that, James? What are um, did you have any more thoughts about like things you loved, things you hated about it before? Uh,
0: most, most stuff I love. The the special effects are are good. My my only. I have a thing with the lightsaber fights in the uh, prequel trilogy. It's like as cheesy as they were in the original one, I felt like there was slashing with intent, uh, fighting with intent. Rather, all the fancy moves and stuff like that in the prequel trilogy, I felt it was just like for show, not so much to drive the story forward. It wasn't really adding much to like the character's emotions. It was just being fancy for being fancy. But it it was flashy, and the you can tell the actors were doing the best with what with what they had. And uh, i i i will i will say this uh, some not cool stuff that happened because because of that. Uh, the actor who played Jar Jar Binks, uh, Ahmed Best, if I pronounce that right, he was bullied so relentlessly for how he played Jar Jar that he almost took his own life.
2: I heard that about the. The young Anakin actor, too, like the boy yeah. in
0: episode one. Yeah, he pretty much uh, self destructed after that movie just because of how relentlessly he was bullied and the fans were. And there's,
2: yeah, there's some, I, I'm just going to say that there's some awful people in the Star Wars fan base. Yeah, yeah. That
1: fandom can be very toxic. I don't engage with anyone. Like if they're a long haired, long neck bearded <laughs> nerd with a star wars t-shirt i am not gonna
0: talk to you <laughs> yeah uh, the, the thing the thing about star wars is so many people feel like they have like ownership or whenever a fandom feels like it has the right to dictate what you should or should like about but i think that's when it's just gone too far
1: yeah uh, like, tr- trekkies are pretty chill but yet yeah, they can still
0: yeah it, it, that the
1: toxic side can come out
0: yeah every every fan has its toxic side hey christians anyway um that's <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: just people in general
0: yeah people 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 can be toxic so like i said uh that the way the way jar jar and the actor it was not the actor's fault it was really because thing i thing i've uh, like come to see over the years is that uh ac- usually whenever actor is terrible in a role it's usually not his fault it's just because he's been given bad direction like uh hayden christensen throughout this movie whenever he's quiet and just acting not talking at all like in episode three definitely whenever he's like marching up to the temple after he's become darth vader and you just see the menace in his face that and and just the menace his face when he's fighting Obi Wan in the end that is incredible. It's just yeah, when he opens that's... his mouth to speak. I,
2: I think it's mainly the quotes that are yeah the lines that they gave him
0: specifically were kind of cheesy. I didn't like sand. It's coarse, rough, irritating. It's everywhere.
2: <laughs> but he, I think the emotional aspect. I think he played that part perfectly. Yeah. Oh yeah. The two and
0: three, but just he just wasn't given good lines for it. <laughs> yeah like uh, he like all, all of them in every actor in every star wars uh, uh trilogy they're acting their butts off it's just they're not always given good material to work with so all right did you have any more thoughts james probably but i'll let
1: one of y'all talk for okay. a <laughs> Stay my input but uh, did anybody else think that was really weird when anakin was a child and the queen
0: you, yeah you there was
1: something sparking there in that first episode
0: yeah that, that was that was a little weird and then whenever he comes back in episode two he's older but she doesn't really seem to have aged and it's yeah. just like
1: right well,
2: yeah because she was i think if, if i'm remembering correctly their technical age and the character's age in episode one i think padme was supposed to be 14 years old and anakin was supposed to be nine years old so there's like yeah. about a five year difference but and then in episode two, but, but I think uh, Natalie Portman was probably at least into her 20s when she actually played that first role. Yeah. Yeah, They they were, the next one was supposed to be like 10 years after that. So
0: pretty much according to this, uh, in the movie, she was 14 and Anakin was nine. So it's yeah. not that odd whenever, whenever you think of it that way, but still.
2: Right. I guess they just, it's just kind of strange that she didn't, look any different when you know 10 years later
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i mean some people don't age but you know it's yeah yeah it's a you could different. tell
2: there was a little bit of it, it did look like an episode one because i just watched those those first three movie or episodes one two and three yeah. and i could tell even though she didn't look that much different in episode two i think they from the way they like probably did her makeup and stuff in the first one Mm -hmm. it looked like they were intentionally trying to make her look like a teenager so um even though you could tell she wasn't i could at least tell that they were trying (laughs) anyway glenn did you have any more thoughts about the the prequel trilogy
0: Uh, i just love the story i love the
1: sword mannequin yeah i mean y'all pretty much covered it but
0: one thing i'll mention before uh just briefly about the uh about the prequel era of Star Wars is that I feel that the char- that the characters in the TV show spin-offs that they did from that era are superior to the characters in the actual movies.
2: Oh but I was going to say I don't really have an opinion about the the movies versus the shows for that era because I didn't really I didn't really watch the like Clone Wars TV shows and stuff like that so I don't Um, I have heard great things about it but I've just not seen them so but I do want to watch those eventually but yeah I think the prequels are actually my favorite of of all the trilogies in Star Wars just because well I think I think a lot of it has to do with the nostalgia of being a teenager in those years and yeah I think it's just kind of human nature to go back to what was popular in your teenage years and stuff like that and since I have good memories of going to see all those movies in theaters, and um, you know, just having toy lightsabers and all that kind of stuff, and playing different Star Wars video games Uh, and stuff like that around the era. I think that's why I love those movies the most. And then, um, obviously, I was talking—I talked about Ewan McGregor. He's one of my favorite actors. There, I also love Django Fett. I love General Grievous. I love yeah. I love so many things about those um, those movies, especially two and three. But yeah. um, so. I think I so I just want to give or give this little opinion here, real quick. Oh, no. So, um, so I figured since we just talked about the prequel or the the original trilogy and the prequels. Um, this doesn't really apply to the later movies, so I was just going to insert this now. But, like, I'm sure you guys have heard opinions about, like, Star Wars relating to Christianity and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, some different
0: metaphors here and there. Have you guys heard
2: some different opinions about
0: that stuff? Yeah, I, I've i heard both of both used as a good thing with Christianity and also as a negative thing with Christianity. So, I, I've heard it use both ways well I,
2: I so i have um
0: if you guys want to listen
2: to it like i have an opinion or a little um opinion on why i think this that the star wars story kind of in a way can sim or be symbolic to the gospel and you can tie the gospel into it yeah you go think. for it okay so here's my opinion um so obviously we all know that anakin he was born without a biological father they say like he was conceived of meta or the force or however you want to put that um uh, so there's that um this kind of symbolic of like jesus how he was um born through by the holy spirit or conceived by the holy spirit and everything like that so um i know a lot of people that's probably the most popular one that people go to when talk relating with um star wars to christianity but yeah that's the, so that's the first, that's the obvious one, but I think that there's a lot more to it. I mean, also Anakin was, he grew up in poverty and kind of in just a, um, like a slave, um, kind of like Jesus grew up as like a, well, maybe not a slave, but he, the Bible says that he humbled himself like a slave when he came to earth and everything. And, uh, and then later he gets, you know, trained and brought up kind of, um, to be a Jedi, to learn the Jedi ways. Now, in, um, in my view of the Star Wars, how you can really relate it to the gospel or to the, the story of the Bible and stuff like that, I kind of see the Jedi as like the Pharisees or the Jews and stuff like that of that age, the re- mainly the religious crowd. because So they were the ones that the, the Jedi, you know, they brought Anakin, like they, they taught him the ways of the force and everything like that and kind of like how jesus was um trained in the law and everything like that from a young boy and i there's going to be a lot of mental gymnastics with what i'm going to say so don't say that this is like exactly um, <laughs> similar to the gospel and stuff but if jesus you, murders younglings now <laughs> right, he, he doesn't do that jesus was perfect he was not not yeah. like in, in, in his way, but hear me out. Hear me out. I, I, I'm going <laughs> to. This. So um, anyway, I think you can kind of see in the first in the prequel trilogy. This is one of the things I really like about the prequel trilogy is you see the the Jedi are supposed to be the good guys, or at least that's how um, it's perceived right away. And. Yeah. In the Bible, the Jews are supposed to be the good guys, but they there's obviously a lot of flaws with them. I think that they're they're focusing all about their their outward appearance, their their rules and traditions and stuff like that. Like they're they're all about, oh, you don't wanna, you can't have these attachments because that leads to fear and that leads to hatred and the dark side and everything. And that's what like the Jews and the Pharisees were. They were adding all these extra rules to try not to break the laws, the laws of Moses, and everything, and to try to be perfect. I think there's some similarities there, but then, like on episode three, obviously Anakin um, makes waves with the with the Jedi when he's not allowed to be granted the rank of master and everything like that, and then Palpatine uh, kind of leads him astray towards the dark side. Well, what happens there? Although Anakin doesn't physically die, his character actually does die because he becomes Darth Vader. Now, mm-hmm. what's another thing in the Bible? Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus became sin for us. <laughs> okay. I, I, said, I said this was a stretch. Okay. How much so, weight have you been
1: smoking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, j- <laughs> just kidding. Yeah.
0: No, no, we love you, Charlie.
2: anyway but, but, but seriously, though, um, so he he uh, Anakin dies hear me he he dies and Darth Vader becomes alive then 3 days later or 3 episodes later Anakin comes back and he he <laughs> liberates <laughs> he brings freedom he he's he's resurrected he um, destroys he emperor palpatine if you view the dark side as like sin and death or you know satan maybe um he throws out Emperor Palpatine, uh, saves Luke and everything like that. So that's my that's how I tie Star Wars in with the gospel. I know <laughs> I said it was a little bit of a stretch, but...
1: That's pretty interesting. Yeah.
0: Just, just a little bit, but yeah, very interesting. Very cool. <laughs> anyway, sorry to go on that rabbit trail. Let's continue on. Well, it's a funny. The thing about Star Wars The Clone Wars, the uh, 3D one, not so much the uh, 2D one, which... Yeah, there, there is a difference. Anyway, uh, the 3D one, we kind of get more about Anakin's character, why he uh, why he fell, because it is a, his character flaw is that he would risk everything if it meant saving his friends, which we kind of see that's what led him into joining Darth Sidious, becoming Darth Vader, and, you know, falling that way. And uh, the Jedi Council did not help whatsoever, because... They are, they were very arrogant, very haughty in there. And also, and they they were talking about Anakin bringing balance to the force. It's like, but how would he bring balance to the force by reducing it down to two Sith and two Jedi? Yep. Plus that's... a couple others in spinoff media, but we don't need to talk about that. Right. So.
2: But in canon Star Wars, yeah, basically brings it down to that.
0: Leading up to the theatrical release of episode three, Cartoon Network showed like these five-minute shorts uh, made by Gendy Tarkovsky, the guy behind uh, Samurai Jack, Dexter's Lab, uh, some of the great cartoon cartoons. Uh, And uh, this was the first appearance of General Grievous in there, and he barely speaks at all, but he is like 20 times more menacing than he ever appeared in the movie. Like we see... Like we see him take out a take out the whole squad of Jedi by himself, like using their lightsabers, crawling around all robotic likes. It's, is it's, that is that one
2: on like Disney Plus or anything?
0: Yeah, they just uh they just uh add added to like the Star Wars vintage collection. Oh, okay. uh, so yeah, it's it's, check it's definitely check it out. It it's it's worth it's worth a watch. Uh and uh, even though the animation they did on Palpatine looked a little weird, but it, anyway. <laughs> yeah, this is where we get also Clone Wars favorites in like Asajj Ventress and stuff like that. But another thing I really, I, I think one thing that shine better really bright in the prequel series is the villains there. Dooku was amazing. We've already talked about Darth Maul, Darth Sidious, especially in movie three where he was just like, unlimited power!
2: <laughs> hey, that's that don't be dissing on
0: Ian McDambridge. I, He's my boy. I'm not. I'm just saying that he was having the time of his life. That was an epic life, line. Where, where <laughs> everyone else was just kind of seemed just bored with everything. He was just chewing on all the scenery that he could get his hands on. It was amazing. He did awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, and also the the prequel the prequel series has the best memes. That that I'm just going to say that. So yeah. Hello there. Hello there, General Kenobi. <laughs> and, and I will briefly mention, since it's technically part of the prequel thing, uh, Star Wars Rogue One. I believe is one of the best Star Wars movies ever made. So yeah. Yes, I will
2: a hundred percent agree with you. And that's why I was asking earlier when we were talking about favorite and least favorite, if we were talking about because. I think Rogue One is actually my favorite Star Wars movie. If we're branching out from the canon, Star Wars. I
1: still need to watch that. We went to go see it in the theater when it came out a couple of years ago, but I got really sick right in the middle of the movie and I
0: had to leave. Yeah, yeah, I, there, I do have my, I do have my problems with it, but it's like Star Wars meets a Vietnam War movie. That, that's what that was the guy, the vibe I got from it. And
1: I'll, I'll. It should have had that Creedence Clearwater revival song in it. Then it just, <laughs> would be a non-movie.
0: Also,
2: oh, sorry, one more thing, James, about Rogue One. I love a good espionage movie oh, yeah. where the good guys um, infiltrate an enemy base and you know dress up as the bad guys, dress up in their uniforms. That's one of
0: my favorite things about Rogue One as well. I'm one with the false. The force is for be I'm one with the false. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, also I love how it kind of uh, fleshed out, uh, added to a good bit of added to the story of a uh, a new hope because it gives us the whole reason why there was an exhaust port that went to the main reactor yeah. because it was plot well, hole was now removed. It, it, yeah, it was an intentional design flaw added in there by the creator because he hated what he was working on. I, I love that. Also, yes. I love that it established how the Death Star blows up plants because the uh, the the laser from Death Star is pretty much a concentrated lightsaber blade. Because that they were stealing kyber crystals from all the Jedi temples to build the laser for the Death um. Star.
2: So, okay, yeah. I think I missed that, but I'll, I'm a. That's the next movie on the list that we're watching, so okay. I'll pay attention to that.
0: <laughs> and also, it's it, it's it it's a fun movie. Even uh, the the guy's a reprogrammed imperial droid. He's he's a total mood for me. So I forget <laughs> his name though. But anyway. K2SO K2SO. Yes.
2: Yes, he was
0: amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, I think that's about all we can squeeze out of the prequel trilogy unless y'all have anything else to add?
2: No, nope, I think that's
0: good. All right, let's move on to the beloved and totally not controversial sequel trilogy, Episode 7, 8, and 9. It's not how the Force works. Blow that piece of junk out of the sky! The Jedi's weapon deserves more respect.
2: I think we can both agree that and I know this is a very controversial opinion, but I think we can both agree that The Last Jedi was a great
0: movie. Oh, yeah, totally. one 100%. I have often said this, that it is not a bad Star Wars movie. It's a different Star Wars movie. Yeah.
2: And I can understand why people hate it or why they get upset with it, um, because there was so much that they um, took out of the norm from the Star the regular Star
0: Wars movies, but but what they added in was, I I think, real really good. It uh, it was another character expo- exploration movie, like Episode Five before it. Uh, but like at the beginning, we get uh, Poe. He leads his he he leads his force against the ships and blows them up. But he was successful, but he almost lost all all his men, and that's not what they needed right now. And Leia got got a hold of him, and that was kind of a lesson he learned that you don't. Trying to be a hero oftentimes just leaves you with a bunch of dead men. It's not always worth it. So, and that's kind of been like the the underlying plot of this movie, except for Rise of Skywalker, which I'll get to. Um, <laughs> the past was great, but you can't always emulate that. You can't always expect things to work out the exact same way as it was before. Okay, I'll I'll talk about why Episode Seven is not just a rehash of Episode Four. Okay. <laughs> In, in my opinion. <laughs> Does it follow the same story beats? Yes. But so there's almost every other action adventure story. Yeah. And uh, are there, are there similar story beats to it? Yes. But it was kind of just them paying homage to, to it in a way, but there are things that are completely different from the movie. It's just, that's what most of the fans focus on. I think I will, I will say again, like the prequel trilogy, the actors in here, they are acting their, their butts off with this story. I, I, Do you think the sequel trilogy is weaker because it didn't have a uh, it didn't have one continuous story from one movie to the next because of how they rotated their directors? I will admit that's kind of a weakness to it. But I mean, I'll never forget I was in the theater and I saw Kylo Ren stop that blaster bolt midair with the Force. That was when I was like, okay, I don't care what people say, this is absolutely amazing,
2: honestly. I think that was just a little over dramatic, and I didn't care for it. But, <laughs> but I mean, you're entitled. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion.
0: About it. But the thing is, it fits with his character. If you haven't noticed, he's a little over dramatic. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a Kylo Ren this guy. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I I like his character. <laughs> I
2: I did love the scene in there where just going completely berserk and smashing like the consoles in the room, and then the stormtroopers walk by, and then they stop and then
0: they just turn around <laughs> yeah and, and here's the thing with that scene too that i saw point point out um notice in like episode four when vader with uh, with there was like a person who was a lieutenant who had failed or something like that his instant thing was to choke him out or even kill them whereas kylo he looked like he was about to kill that guy but instead he just ignited his life here and started trashing other things it kind of appeals to his dual nature about how he's, you know, not fully dark side, but he's not fully light side. And that's kind of the conflict with him. Right.
2: I think he's, he's wanting to embrace the dark side, but his, the, the good in him, the light in him is restraining him from doing, from going to the full extent like Darth, because Darth Vader basically just gave in completely to
0: the dark side. And then people are, all, all over Ray's case, even though she has, she's like, oh, she's overpowered, oh, all this, uh, Mary Sue and stuff. Uh, but the thing is, she has almost the same thing that happened to her happened to Anakin and Luke, and yet no yeah. one's called foul on them. That's, well, that's.
2: Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, definitely with Luke, because in the first Star Wars movie, Luke was 19 years old and had absolutely zero training on like lightsaber and yeah. this combat in general or anything
0: yeah and the and, thing is well in in the first movie we only see him use like the lightsaber in training and then he uses a blaster most of the time which according to him he, he you know used to bullseye womp rats on his t38 so you well, know yeah. he, he was proficient with a blaster but he didn't really use a lightsaber the whole movie except for you know yeah and then he he didn't really get good with it until he started training with Yoda. But you know. Yeah.
2: I don't think there was really anything wrong with Ray's character in that movie.
0: She she is a bit naive in like the in like The Last Jedi, thinking that she could just uh, she keeps telling Luke about how she can turn Kylo the way you turned Vader. You turned Vader, this is possible. And he was like, I got and Luke was like, I got lucky. A person can't change unless they want to be changed. And Kylo doesn't want to be changed. That's And also, I will say that in Last Jedi, that throne room fight, that is absolutely amazing. I don't care who you are. That was a good fight I love that. That was the,
2: I think that was the only Star Wars movie, I might be wrong, but I think that's the only Star Wars movie that they incorporated slow motion into it.
0: Yeah, like the speed up and slow down kind of thing. And it worked with, with, with that scene. So, yeah.
2: That's probably another reason people were upset because you're doing things that you're not supposed to do in star wars
0: <laughs> it's like yeah but star wars didn't always do things when it, that it used to do with star wars like you would you say that with with uh with episode four the original trilogy it's just
2: or the introduction of midichlorians in
0: episode oh. One. Oh, yeah. i totally forgot about midichlorians i hate those <laughs> things anyway that that's one thing i love about the sequel trilogy they just forgot all about those completely Because the way you hear Master Yoda describe the Force in Episode 5. For my ally is the Force, and a powerful ally it is. Life creates it,
1: makes it grow. Its energy
2: surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings, though, not this crude matter.
0: And all that, it just gives the force more mysticalness to it. And I know that's probably not a word, but and then you you just reduce that down to oh it's beings in our body that if you have a lot of them, that means you're 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 the chosen special dude. So yeah.
2: Glenn, what's your opinions
1: here? I'm just letting you guys talk. I (laughs) like I love Star Wars, but like I haven't seen any of them in like a year. And it's hard to just jump in there with y'all. Oh, you're good. So if y'all want to just keep going, just keep going, oh, and I'll I'll throw inputs here and there.
0: You're good. I just didn't want to like. I like know. Feel like you're left out or They no. want this to turn to the James and John podcast.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: the Sons of Thunder podcast. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh,
2: so any thoughts on on the the Force Awakens before we move, or or the Last Jedi before we move on so, to the Rise of Skywalker.
0: Uh, so. I'll I'll say my final piece about Force Awakens. Force Awakens is a great beginning, I think, for this new direction to thing. It the the force powers in here kind of reminded me of the great underrated video game, The Force Unleashed. I, I, yes. I missed
2: i that movie's or no, that game is coming to Nintendo Switch soon. So I'm, I'm planning on getting it when it comes out.
0: Oh yeah, that that is severely un, underage. and The sequel, not so much that, but they, they rushed it out without any development time. So, you know. Uh but but yeah. The and uh I'll I'll say this about the last Jedi. I get the reasons why people don't like it. I just think it's great. Um I I I do. <laughs> I, I caught myself yelling at Poe whenever he was taking over the bridge. It's like, you idiot, just listen to your commander. They have a plan. And that that's another thing. People were upset that the person who took over for layer was this unknown, but that was kind of the point uh, of the story to kind of be like, why should we trust her? We should always trust our heroes. And that was kind of like the subversion. You can't always trust in, you, you can't always trust the people who shout the loudest or seem like, you know, who show up and they, Proclaimed themselves the hero or something.
1: And J- I know J.J. Abrams directed Episode Nine, but did he direct any other? Like was it other- Episode Eight or oh, no? It was he- Episode Nine? You're right.
0: Yeah, he did. He did uh, Seven, okay. and I believe he came seven back and for Nine. nine. That's but, right. Uh, eight, Eight was directed by another guy. That's why it seemed so different. Ryan Ryan or is it
2: Ryan or Ryan Johnson? I
0: don't, I don't know. How I, however, anyway, <laughs> yeah, and uh, the uh, one. One final scene in last Jedi*. I'll talk about the Princess Leia flying through space scene, which I do not like how that's shot because it's shot like you would a superhero movie. And I think, no, I mean, I totally buy that Leia is that adept in the force at this point that she would have no problem doing that. But yeah, that's, yeah, I, I was, I was just gonna, gonna say, um, like it or hate it, but it's my favorite movie of the sequel trilogy. That's yeah. my piece.
2: I think my only beef with episode or with uh The Last Jedi was that um the whole the whole casino planet scene or whatever or that those parts, <laughs> yeah. it just seemed like unnecessary fluff
0: in the movie.
1: I thought that was cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that there was a point behind the casino thing and here I go, well actually you again, I'm sorry. Um but <laughs> that, and I'm not saying that it like that yeah. there was nothing yeah
2: needed for that part of the movie i just think that it, it was a little bit drawn out yeah and it could have been shortened a little bit
0: there, there were a whole there were a couple parts of this movie that felt drawn out like the random scenes where it's just Chewy and the porks those little bird yeah. things and i i admit some of those scenes could have been cut out and nothing would have been lost but the point of the casino plant was so we can meet that uh that that code breaker guy who Pretty much gives Finn like a wake up call about how he's been acting since the first movie, because he's been trying to run away every single chance that he gets, you know, ever since he left, ever since he left the First Order. And this is like showing him a mirror of what he actually sounds like, what he actually looks like. So whenever he finally defeats Phasma at the end, she says, you're a scum. And He's like rebel scum. So he finally... You know is settled about it where he belongs that was the <laughs> whole point of that whole trip so yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, that's that's a good point yeah um okay so we're talking to rise of skywalker now rise of
0: skywalker and why it totally derailed all the good stuff i just told you
2: <laughs> why i actually thought it was on an awesome movie it was actually my favorite of the the sequel trilogy
1: i I know here.
2: i know that there was i know there's a lot of major issues with it i don't i don't like that they brought emperor palpatine back
0: yeah Um,
2: i think that was just kind of cheap and unnecessary but at the same time i get it i think that part of the liberties that Mm ryan johnson took with the last jedi kind of messed up the plans that um that J.J. Abrams had for that character that he killed off, yeah, Last Jedi. The, yeah, I don't even remember his name. And Snoke, that's... Snoke, exactly. Yep. Um, which it, I, I just, I figured that maybe Snoke was going to be like the, the Emperor Palpatine level, like a failed
0: clone or something like that. Yeah. yeah,
2: like the the overlord villain on of this series, and then they just kill him off like he's nothing on. Yeah. Uh, the last jedi that was another issue i had with the last jedi but but so i get why they put brought emperor palpatine back and i thought it was cool but i don't Mm -hmm. i think it was probably it was kind of a cheap move
1: though Mm -hmm. i could say it it was very predictable with kylo ren that he was you know they threw it out like it was he was going to just stay on the dark side as sith
2: he, he he joined the light side at the end. Yes, yeah.
1: that's what I'm saying. But it was very predictable oh. that he was going to go, you
0: know, to the light.
1: I'm glad he did because he...
0: yeah. Whereas the end of last Jedi kind of seemed like he was walking his his uh, kind of trying yeah. to walk his own path, not light, not dark, and like he, right. like he said in in there, uh, let the past die. Pretty much, he was his goal was just wipe out any remnants of like the past before him that's why he killed snoke that's why he wanted to kill luke just let the past die so he can rebuild the future and how he thinks it should be and uh, yeah that and then i i feel one of my major issues with uh right with the uh, rise of skywalker was they spent a good chunk of the movie correcting what was deemed wrong wrong with the last jedi and anytime a movie feels it needs to correct stuff that's when i'm like no but but yeah i will agree with you on the palpatine thing it's like just let him stay dead yeah (laughs) i mean you had a perfect setup for a villain in kylo ren who's uh he's not like any other of the other villains before us he's walking his own path so yeah here's where i disagree i think that
2: I think that J.J. Um, Abrams' original view for Kylo Ren was kind of similar to the Darth Vader view, like a, yeah. someone that has gone on the wrong path, and ultimately his at his end is to redeem himself, which he did at the end. But um, then it seems like Ryan Johnson is like, okay, we're scrapping the whole this other villain. We're going to make Kylo Ren the main the main villain now, or maybe. I could also see where Ryan Johnson was
0: maybe trying to hint that maybe Ray could end up being the villain too. Right, yeah, so I was
1: thinking that too.
0: Yeah, so. because if you watch like the throne room fight scene in Last Jedi, you'll notice Ray. She's a, she's very angry and vocal, when she's attacking where Kylo. He's very calm and you know focused and stuff like that. Right. More more Jedi than you know Sith. Last style. Jedi.
1: That's where it was revealed that Palpatine was her grandfather. Correct.
0: No, that, was that was revealed day? in that was oh, revealed in no. last Jedi I mean not right. rise, rise of Skywalker in last Jedi they said your your parents were nobody they sold you for drinking money and that that was it so which mm-hmm. they here, here's one frustrating thing I have with like all of Star Wars is that the the pencil that was on Vader's desk in episode four has to have this elaborate like five page backstory to it Everything has to be important and that was kind of like, like the and pretty much that was a thing with with ray that kyle was like you can't do anything you you're not important you're not some special person you have no bloodline how dare you be here you know stuff. So you're not yeah. worthy pretty much and this was kind of her trying to prove her worth even though she was from nothing so yeah, yeah. which i sorry to keep going back to the last jedi but I will say the final fight between Luke and Kylo was absolutely amazing. Matt. Yes, it was.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love that, especially the part where um, where Luke does this. He dusts off yeah. his shoulders after that
0: fight, and, and they like, "Are you done?" <laughs> and also, a thing I noticed with that, um, whenever whenever uh, Kylo goes to move move, they show his button, and they show that he's making a lines in the in the sand to show the red but when Luke dodges you see nothing like his feet aren't you know really there so it's like yeah. cueing the audience into like oh. and then of course I, I love where he's just fire every single gun we have at that man
2: yeah oh yeah that it was actually there it was right after they shot all the lasers at him and then he goes he just does stuff he's like, that all you got
0: yeah I, <laughs> I, that that uh, was that
2: was Mark Hamill is I, a beast. I definitely had goosebumps whenever I first saw that scene.
0: Yeah, that that was good. Anyway, back to back to Rise of Skywalker and see when I remember when I first watched it, I real I did I did like it. I felt it stumbled in the beginning, but once it, the part that really got me was when Lando showed up with like all those sh- other ships in the galaxy just like that huge massive fleet of people. That part I I remember absolutely loving. But yeah. and the Kylo and Race fight in front of Palpatine. I I just nah. they they could have done something other, other than just it was Palpatine all along. That that's my opinion on that. So yeah. Well, it's good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. You, you guys have any closing thoughts or if if y'all ready to wrap this thing up? Um, I guess you'll probably be hearing more about um.
2: I don't know what our next episode plan is, but we're probably going to still do another episode, probably talk about the Mandalorian, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series that they're coming out with. um, uh, And just all the other extra Star Wars stuff, um, because there's so much that goes into the Star Wars universe. It's not just the movies. There's books, video games, TV shows, animated stuff. So you could literally probably have a whole podcast about it, but.
0: <laughs> and there probably are. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah, this is not going to be our last episode on Star Wars. Rest assured of that. Um Maybe,
2: maybe we can just make it a tradition. If, if this podcast
0: continues on in the years, you know, to do one every May 4th or something. Yeah. That'd be fun. And then yeah. maybe, Hey, uh, we can have some guests on and uh, argue, argue them to death about our Star Wars opinions. Yeah, there's so. uh if
2: if you guys are listening, I know that uh, like David Velasquez from Twenty Six Letters, and maybe Sam. I don't know if she's as much into Star Wars, but you guys, we would love to have conversations with you in the future. Or the Four Freedom guys, James Seyfried and John Hollyfield. I know that you guys have some Star
0: Wars opinions as well. So and yeah. uh, hey, jo- Josh Tice out there in Vegas. I heard you're, you 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 like the Star Wars. So yeah. What one Star Wars property that is really fun to watch if you just want to cringe and whinge all over the place? Look up Star Wars: The Holiday Special.
2: Or, or what about the Family Guy <laughs> <No>. Star Wars? <laughs> of course, Clint would go. No, I'm just kidding. You're good, Clint. Uh, yeah. What about that? What's that Ewok Star Wars movie from like the '80s or something like uh, that?
0: You heard yeah. of that? Yeah, there I think that one's on on uh, Disney Plus. It's uh, pretty much they tried to do like a they it's tried like to Planet get, of like,
2: the Ewoks or something like that. Or I, I forgot what it was called.
0: Yeah, they tried to get the Ewoks like their own spin-off kids show. It was really weird. But yeah. yeah, the the Star Wars holiday special is like the one movie George Lucas himself said that he is perfect, uh he is absolutely ashamed by. And that if he <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never even watched it, but I'll I will look it up.
0: Yeah, and that if he, quote, had enough time and a hammer, he would track down every single copy of that movie and smash it first. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's, it's on the internet somewhere. There, it was never released on video, but a bunch of people recorded it on their TVs that night and just been spreading it all over the internet. So nice. Anyway, yeah. Uh, well, I think... We, we have a couple new episodes in, in the works uh, we've been trying to get like a brief overview of Galatians off the ground for a bit uh, we definitely want to talk about like uh, some theology bits some more nerd bits uh, and uh, yeah the, that's the thing we can talk about whatever we want ha 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 <laughs> but, yeah. uh, well anyway um, so yeah uh, may the force be with you Happy
1: May Fourth! Happy May Fourth! Thank you guys so much for tuning in, listening. Be sure to check us out on all of our social media.
0: Just, I don't operate you just any spirit, of that. You just cut James <laughs> <laughs> and uh, watch out for the Revenge of the Fifth. So yeah. Revenge of the
2: Fifth or Cinco de
0: Mayo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, good night, everybody. Follow us on all the social things that Glenn mentioned, and we will see you all around.
2: Catch y'all next
0: time. take care uh, I love
1: what's the name of? What's the name of uh Darth Vader, the planet that um, that star? Oh, the death <laughs> star. <laughs> dead star. Right, here, here's what we'll cut out. Where yeah, called
2: it a planet.
1: <laughs> it's no good. <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we'll cut this whole thing. Funny. I'll start from here.